This is Agronomy Moment. I'm Wendell Cohen. What is going on here? David. Hey. What's up, Ringer? How are you? Good. Good to well, see you both. Thanks for joining us here. Is this what I think this is? It is. Are you recording a podcast? Recording. And you are live. I mean, you're going down. Uh-oh. So, like, the camera's picking up on everything I'm it saying? Is. Yep. I'm going to have to be very careful yep. with what you, I'm about to you say. You interrupt at exactly the right time or wrong, oh. depending on how you look at it. Man, sorry to interrupt. That was not my intention. But, yeah, but if they're know, wasting you. your time, their time on yeah. your podcast, yes. shouldn't they waste their time on mine? Hey, what do you oh, got? yeah. Why not? Well, that's, that's Across the Acres with Vex Hybrids. It is a fantastic opportunity for you to learn more about Vex Hybrids. Not only our customers, our employees, our dealers, who and what we are, our culture, and the unique things that we bring to the table. So I invite you on the yes. podcast provider of your choice to follow along with Across the Acres, a Vex Hybrids it podcast. And it's, it's a lot of fun. You do fun stuff on there, right? Well, thank you. I yes. think we do. Yeah. yeah. Yep. We even interviewed uh, Bethany Gremmel here back in January yep. and Tim Newcomb the month before that. So we have famous people on our podcast. <laughs> yes. Uh, the original episode was Corey Beck. And uh, hopefully we'll get Scott one of these times. But, yep. well, shoot, maybe we should have Wendell Cohen. Selena. Oh, uh, we should have so Nobody many, wants uh, to listen have to me. Interesting people. <laughs> have interesting I'm just people. This, I'm the agronomy type base type of stuff. So I just sign. I think he's pretty interesting, don't you? Well, yeah. Well, only because of the people. That's yes. right. We'll get you yes. next time. Yes. Okay. Well, hey, I'm interrupting. Sorry. You guys enjoy. Yes. Have a great rest of your day. And again, catch out across the acres on across a podcast provider of your choice. Across the acres. It's a Vex podcast. You can find it anywhere you your podcast. Absolutely. Good to see you, my thank friend. You, sir. Behave. See ya. Selena, Good thank you. you. Good to see you. See ya. All right, everybody. Welcome back to Agronomy Moment. This is the PFR proven pre-plant, but on soybeans. Soybeans. I, I say corn soy in there, but it's not. It's soybeans. So okay. return on investment, PFR proven pre-plant products and practices that um, you can use that you can do on your planner and we will dive right into this dive right in it let's talk about products first of all some things that are somewhat particular to soybeans some of these probably relate to corn but this is set up a little differently the first one we'll lead with is teramax dry yeah that's the inoculant the inoculant that does not translate to do something for corn but however on this particular product however bex is seeing a positive roi and yeah it's and proven, i believe right? all of these on on this slide are yes, yes. are the acres to pay off for um soybeans. except for this one and this one okay we have a dollar amount per acre of roi okay um, this, the seed treatment though is accurate to to soybeans that is a yes 13 year multi-location yes uh, return on investment correct yeah, yeah, yeah that is right that with our that's a that's our escalate seed treatment yes compared to untreated. Yeah. um and so on termax dry is an inoculant that you can add dry in this case it's a dry product you can add it and there's been about a ten dollar and ninety cent return in that respect i'm just okay. going to throw that out there and then seed treatment 13 years yep average multi-location yeah. 46 dollars yep. multi-location 46 bucks an acre 
re net return mm -hmm. on investment, yeah. not what gross return. Yep. Yeah, that's net. huge. <laughs> and so that, you know, with $15 beans right now, that's three bushel. Yeah. And the, the 13 years with average prices, we're looking probably more like at 11 maybe. Right. And so that's more like four, mm -hmm. five but point bean, three to four bushel. Oh, what? Um, 46 times, whatever. Three to four bushels in your pocket. Yep. Absolutely. Not. No, yeah. Not, not you yeah, don't not, have to. You don't have to give any of those back to no, anybody. Those are, those those are, are the benefit. Pocket. Yeah, yes. that's the return. Thousand mm -hmm. acres. What's the math on 46 times a thousand? 4,600? 46,000. 46,000. 46,000. $46 times a yeah. thousand. Yeah. Yeah. Give you 46,000. Yeah. Some, some people that could almost live on that. Mm -hmm. so. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> you know, that's what, if that's your living. Yeah. Um, closing wheels. Talk about that just a little bit and just kind of go down through the list actually. Yeah. So the closing wheels, 111 acres pay off on the soybean crop. The closing system, 762. You got row cleaners there at 800. Uh, and the hydraulic downforce, uh, which we really like to talk about. Uh, just the how how the uniformity of the downforce uh, as you change soil types and things like that and um, is, is really important in, in yep. today's field when we get the right right conditions to to maximize that that return on with that downforce uh, we got disc openers there 126 acres and then uh, Wendell's bread and butter he really likes to talk about the high speed yep. and how fast can we, how fast can we plant our corn and soybeans? So, <laughs> yep. And then the uniformity as far as the, um, single singulation, correct? Correct. Yep. Yes. Like the, the uniformity, and we're going to dive into that cause we're going to show a, a picture of it. Oh, disc, that's right. Yeah. That's, right, that's in here. On that. So we're going to talk about uniformity a little later. It is a PFR proven as well. Uh, one bushel per acre and, um, it is a very low cost investment. Yeah. That's something that I'm just like, yeah, that's, that's cool because it doesn't, doesn't cost very much. Yes. And, yep. and with the singulation we're doing with, with corn, yep. you know, yep. the, it's, it's kind of cool. Yep. And I won't die. I won't talk about high speed too much here because we did it. Listen we, to we his were, corn one. He goes yeah. on his, his, his deal on high speed. There. Okay. So I'm not going to talk any at all about it then. <laughs> Let's move on. Um, this here's the one I wanted to talk about the disc, the soybean. Oh, disc. Yeah. This is a singulated disc. It is a very bright color, and we actually just got them in. Um, by the way, if you're near Nevada, Missouri, and you do business with Record Harvest, we bought them through them. Oh. And, and they just got it in for cool. us and brought it in, and it's a bright color, and you won't be any problem deciding which one you're yes. going to go to. So um, talk a little bit about it. Um, well, first I'm just going to talk about the singulation part. Yeah, go for it's, it. We're hoping to do that this year. That's the reason we bought them, of course. Mm -hmm. And we did it for 32 rows, and our hope is to throw them in. And I haven't decided yet if we're actually going to be able to even test it or not because I don't know about switching. But hopefully we might. We might do some things, some fun things Yeah. with that. I'm hoping anyway with singulation versus non, just see what happens in southwest Missouri. Yeah, that'd be, be a really cool uh, agronomy plot, Wendell. Yeah. Maybe that's... Uh... Yeah. An idea. Well, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I hate to promise this and promise over promise. Mm -hmm. I'd rather maybe come back, but I do think we're going to get some interesting things some feedback mm -hmm. on what we thought and what we felt we've seen. And if we were actually able to singulate it with the monitor, cause I'm not positive on that yet. Yep. Whether the display, the one we have actually does that. I think climate's precision their 2020 would, but anyway, let's talk about some proven practices in general, more than just even singulation. Yep. 
so um like this to kind of start there with the planting date on the slide i think planting dates first and uh first bullet point there and you know we we like to think that again that april april time frame may time frame uh is going to be our best return uh for for planting date and and the reason why is because we're going to maximize our um, amount of sunlight that the, the soybean crop is going to get. Um, and we're typically going to have quicker canopy coverage yes. uh, because we're dealing with more probably ideal conditions than, yes. than we are late. Um, the earlier is going to, not only with the sunlight, but it's going to lead to additional nodes and flowering, which nodes are everything nodes is bushels per acre i mean that is yes. your what what we really want to key in yeah. on is how many nodes can we get out there per acre uh because that's that's really the thing that yes that we want we really want those those nodes and um taking advantage of the more sunlight of more sunlight like i said because once we get yep. past summer solstice that path of the sun to get yep. to get to those beans and is just it's well it's longer and we don't have don't have the amount of opportunities that we do with those earlier yes. uh, means. But then, um, again, if we we've, we've got that later later planted, and that's kind of do we talk about that? I think we talk, do we talk about yeah. that later. Talk about that later. Do we talk about that here? Planning rate. We'll probably talk about that later. Planning talk rate. about rate. Uh, yeah, maybe so. Um, um, talk about the conditions. Not as critical as corn. Yeah, probably probably not quite as critical as as corn. Soybeans are a really good compensator, but again, yes. you don't want to just mud them uh, in. <laughs> mud them in, or which um, I like to call it the ball and drop test. You take a handful of soil, and if you give it a toss and it crumbles, um, good to go. Corn, I'm probably a little more picky, but you know, soybeans. As long as you're doing a deep, good job of mm-hmm. your seed bed and everything, but let's just talk about depth again. Yeah, so depth soybeans really want to target that one and a half inches. And again, getting proper planting depth is going to help with your more consistent moisture, uh, more consistent temperature. Yes. Uh, to be better regulate um, and your nitrogen fixation is increased mm-hmm. because you're you actually um, they've shown that if you increase the depth of your soybean right where that cotyledons arch right mm-hmm. in that little crook there later right in that zone is where your maximum or your most nitrogen fixing nodules are right? right well and two whenever we we get the an inch and a half deep we're allowing that soybean to set a good root system oh yes so if we do have a rain and yep. we did have a little bit of crust we're setting the soybean up not saying that it's going to be 100 yes. percent every time but we're actually setting the soybean up to be more successful to push to root emerge because we've got a good root system. Yeah. So, yeah, agronomically, uh, really, really important for important yes. for those seedlings. Yep. So let's uh, move on to our next one. More practices here. Talk yeah, this, about rate and date. Here, here we go. Here's the rate and date. Um, so it, we kind of hit on date a little earlier. So I yep. I won't kind of go into that, but uh, on the screen you can see the the right chart on the lower side is going to compare your um, April to May planning compared to your mid-May to your yes. June planning your later planning so that's going to show your economic 
optimum seeding rate yes. with your planting date there with uh, 15 inches. But to, to hit on the planting rate more specifically, um, in our PFR data, we're seeing the 100,000. Now, that's not probably going to be a recommended uh, unless it's maybe a really right. good forgiving soil um, and it's got that capability with a lower seeding rate to maximize um, yep. nose per acre out there. But um, when we get start to get into tough conditions, yes. late conditions, like a double crop or even a June, even you know, June, when we, we get to June, we need to be upping our, our population. We need more plants out there. Yep. Double crop, July, whatever time frame that kind of looks like. We, we need to be bumping that one. Specifically in our July and our yep. double crop time frame, 175 to 200,000 is probably going to be still where we want to stick. Yep. Uh, we need as as many opportunities out there for those plants to come up uh, because we need as many nodes. Again, yep. we go back to the node conversation and comparing those pictures on the left there, that drives home the node conversation where yes. you can see, and I, and I get it, it's kind of one extreme to the next, but it makes a point. You're comparing 175,000 population to a 75,000 population, yep. and the you're 25 more nodes on the lower population. I yep. mean, that is huge. Just more branches out there. Yes. That agronomically, just a much better plant, better stem diameter. Yes. More branches, just better standability. I mean, the agronomics are just yep. huge. And yeah, I would agree with that. Um, <clears throat> the bottom line takeaway I feel in this is to, um, is if you've been at higher rates, one can reduce them early and actually have a better result. Um, be careful what you plant, plant appropriately for the condition and the day. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, I think we, we talk about that a little bit later on yep. with the weather. So sure. studies to know, uh, let's, talk about power in the pre or residual yes, just program. To, just to kind of touch on touch on this, not going to spend a whole lot of time. Put multiple sites of action out there. Set yourself up for success for controlling your yes. um, weed or your, your seed bed for those uh, weeds. And a lot of times, and we're going to be targeting water hemp. But in the example in this slide, that's actually um, what, what their target um, yes. control or is what they're wanting to control. So you can see just by comparing your, your three to one, what we gain there as far as even from your two to three, just as far right. as your percentage controlled, it, it's, it's huge. But point being is that we want multiple effective sites. Yes. So even though there might be a product that it's, it's got multiple sites yep. or modes of action, it might not be the best thing to target what you've got going on yep. in your field compared to maybe what I've got going on in my field. Um, so your target weeds go after them with those effective sites and modes, and that will be better than one. Yes. And there's uh, a, there's the other benefits too, when it comes to like, they're talking visual control mm -hmm. and what 97% looks like control to 89% even as it relates to the plants, like your crops experience. Um, oh, like the stress hormones that it releases by seeing that yeah. and the yield impact on that um, goes beyond more than what we thought. I say we, I'm talking about those experts yeah. um, used to feel up until recent years. It, there's a more negative effect than just the moisture and just the nutrition loss. Yeah. And kind of the punch back to the 
planting date, those earlier beans are able to canopy quicker yes. so that far red light's not penetrating yes. to trigger the growth of, uh, for, for in this example, yeah. a water, so water hemp seed. So then it reduces your cost, not only reduces, reduces your risk mm -hmm. of weed issues, yep. as well as um, lower cost of herbicide because you don't have as many right. chances and, of rescue. And potential. you're helping yourself down the road. It's yep. not just a benefit now, it's helping down the road because the best way to control yep. is the weed that never emerged. Right. So yep. just a lot of things to think about and just yep. choose multiple multiple actions there. What about tire pressure? This is an interesting topic. Yeah, so the tire pressure is a new study we did in our PFR uh, for 2022. So if you don't have a book or if you didn't have an opportunity to, to join in on a PFR Insight meeting, I really encourage you to, to go find a book or go to our website and, yep. and look them up because the tire pressure study is actually really kind of fascinating. Yes. I, I, I didn't, we, you know, we, we say like, well, how, how about some bushels in your pocket for not spending any money? Right. It's going to take you maybe a few, few minutes to deflate your tires, but yes. um, you know, that's in our, in our studies are showing that it, it's bringing a return for, yes. and, and not, you don't have to invest in the, however many thousands of dollar system, uh, put it to a, to a safe road pressure yes. and take it down to that. Um, or, you know, try it. Don't inflate it at the <laughs> manufacturer's yeah. manu maximum pressure. You know, if your tire will, is, will allow 12, mm -hmm. go 12, you know, that's huge over or 18 or whatever you're at. Yeah. Spreading out that, spreading out that footprint yeah. over acres is, is, yes. is huge. And, even even more so and you think about the 15 inches like a soybean yes. crop typically um the amount of return that it brought to a 15 inch i think at 12 psi yes. it was around th four bushel i can't remember yes. right but you know reference yep. we can reference the book book for that but i thought that, that was it's huge. phenomenal <laughs> like, it's phenomenal for no cost no yeah. investment and then you think about fuel efficiency yeah, you're, there's the potential for a more fuel efficient engine, reducing slippage and improving fuel efficiency. Yes. I mean, that's just money in your easy money in your pocket. Yes. And in yes. my mind is yep. uh, at what is diesel for four dollar for something yep. approximately four dollars, you know, yep. taking that whatever you can gain as far as your fuel efficiency, efficiency, that's yes. just easy money in your pocket. Absolutely. Let's talk a little bit about the exceptions we talked about planting in April, June, late season impacts. Maybe I'll take this one. Yeah, go for it. Um, you know, just understanding harvest date differences. Sometimes I've heard, you know, if you plant April the 10th then and you plant a month later in June, you know, then my bean harvest will run into my corn and not necessarily so. There will be some differences, but we're only talking like a seven to 10 day difference at harvest time. However, in that very short window, I just wanted to throw that out that there is a rainfall timing thing mm -hmm. that could happen with soybeans needing, getting some yield from late rains. Mm -hmm. Those late rains um, do affect some yield. And there is a potential that if you plant in early April, there is a possibility um, with the full season being that it might finish before the other late mm -hmm. season was in June. Um, however, just want to throw that out there so you're aware of the whole picture. Yeah, and it might not be like to that point. It's probably not going to be stacking on as as many nodes if it Correct. was late as if it was early. So your yield potential isn't as good 
Um, but like you said, to, to yeah. fill out those later season beats, you might see a little bit of difference yeah. there. This last year, the early season definitely led the charge in our area. And I'm talking a 4.8 mm-hmm. time, you know, maturity type early versus late. The early ones definitely out yielded the late, but we didn't get rain through the whole period of time. Um, so that definitely the early season was building more yield. Um, let's talk about, we already talked about population rates some, but I think it's early and late, but I think we should talk a little bit about weather rates that's yeah. what i call them so you kind of hit on that that weather thing with the with the rains uh, if we're if we're out there planting and and maybe we are looking at the weather you know trying to either predict it or see what's coming yeah. and and we see that we're going to get dumped on but we got to get our soybeans planted that might be an might be a situation where you probably want to look at bumping your rate a little yeah. bit you might look at a really good soil where you historically would like to lower them mm-hmm. a little bit like maybe you've been at a 120 because I'll, I'll be safe with that and a really good fertile mm-hmm. soil with high fast emergence but wet weather can change that fertile soil to be in a very wet sponge mm-hmm. and so you know bumping those rates sometimes we just don't kind of have to throw the population message um, aside a bit in yep. exceptional yep. conditions i don't like to do that too much because the reasons why but yep just there's exceptions to everything and you can you could go on for for days and days call your advisor (laughs) call the person your agronomist your seed guy talk to him wrapping up put our boots back on we talked about last time in the corn one we did talk about um clayton stuffelbean's video you can go and reference to that one um otherwise you can also click this link for the planner prep Yep. article as well as click the qr code and one big thing it, snap it i don't think we talked about last time was uh dig dig, you know, dig behind yes. your planner and that's yep. one really thing cool yep. thing i think that clayton points yep. out is yep. when, we, when we put those boots back on let's yes. let's go dig behind our planner see what's going on i think that um that could almost be a new year's resolution yeah <laughs> dig behind your planner get <laughs> out of the seat yep set the coat down and go dig, find your seed. So thank you. Absolutely. Thank you for Good joining. Good to be here again. And thank you to everyone that helped make this possible. Bex Hybrid's practical farm research plays a huge part in many of many many of our podcasts, videos. And so I want to thank you everyone for watching today. Yep. See ya. See ya. Everyone, thank you for joining us today on Agronomy Moment, a Top Ag Services production. If you want alerts on what we are finding in the field, go to topagservices.com forward slash signups to receive alerts, or subscribe to our YouTube channel. It's our goal to bring you the most recent and advanced information possible. If you have any questions or feedback, feel free to reach out to us anytime. We also ask you that you give us a like and follow our channel wherever you listen to your podcasts or watch these videos. This ultimately helps us reach more people like you. Hello? Hey, this is Midwindle Cohen, your show host. Thank you to all who made this show possible.
This show is over. See ya.